Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Powered by the Salvation Army, your donation helps fight for good throughout your local community. To give through Alexa, donate by saying, Alexa, make a donation to the Salvation Army. Or go to SalvationArmyUSA.org to make a gift. Amazon's HQ2 Hunger Games are over, and Jeff Bezos won. By Luis Matsakis. After a 14 month search, Amazon announced Tuesday that it will open a pair of regional offices in two major metropolitan areas where it already has a presence the Long Island City neighborhood of Queens, a borough of New York, and Arlington, Virginia just outside Washington, D.C. The decision comes after more than 230 cities submitted bids to be home of the Seattle-based company's highly anticipated second headquarters, which originally promised to employ 50,000 white-collar workers. Now, Amazon's HQ2 will be split in two, with 25,000 employees expected at each location over the next 10 years. In addition, Amazon says it will open a new Operations of Excellence office in Nashville, Tennessee, which will employ an additional 5,000 people. Hiring in all three locations will begin in 2019, with salaries averaging $150,000, according to the company. Amazon's search for a second headquarters garnered criticism from research groups, some lawmakers, and concerned citizens who worried that enormous sums of taxpayer money would be handed to one of the wealthiest corporations in the country without much public oversight. In the end, Amazon will receive over $2 billion in incentives from its three new locations. The state of New York will hand out over $1.5 billion in government incentives over the next decade as Amazon creates jobs and reaches building occupancy targets. 
In Arlington and Nashville, the company says it will receive incentives of up to $573 million and $102 million, respectively. The retail giant ultimately chose cities that offered less in public incentives than some nearby competitors, including Montgomery County, Maryland, which offered $8.5 billion, and Newark, New Jersey, which offered $7 billion. In its announcement Tuesday, Amazon said economic incentives played a role in its decision, but attracting top talent was the leading driver. Prime Locations The metro areas of New York and Washington are major destinations where Amazon staff already travel and work. Amazon Web Services, Amazon's cloud computing arm, is favored to win a multi-billion dollar federal defense contract with the Department of Defense, headquartered in Fairfax, Virginia. Nearby in Loudoun County, Amazon is opening an enormous new data center, one of several it has planned in the area. The retail giant also has increased its lobbying spending by 400% in the last five years, including of federal agencies like the Department of Justice, in the wake of increased scrutiny from lawmakers. What's more, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos has a personal relationship in Washington. In 2016, he purchased a $23 million former museum in the city to convert it into the largest private residence in the area. He also bought the Washington Post Company, publisher of the Washington Post, in 2013. New York City is not far from Newark, where Amazon's audiobook subsidiary, Audible, is based. Last year in Manhattan, just across the East River from Queens, Amazon leased 360,000 square feet of new office space. Amazon is not alone in wanting to enlarge its NYC footprint. Google is also planning a large expansion in the city, according to the Wall Street Journal. Trust the process? Just because Amazon decided on the most obvious locales doesn't mean its extensive headquarters search was off or not. It had lots to gain from pitting cities against one another. As Bloomberg points out, Amazon now has data from hundreds of metropolitan areas across North America. It can use that information about transit systems, talent pools, and real estate availability, among other things, to inform future expansions and strategic decisions, like for its growing brick-and-mortar retail business. Google took a similar approach in 2010, when hundreds of cities answered its request for information for its fiber internet service project. Cities also handed over plenty of data about what they were willing to give. Each year, American cities spend an estimated $45 billion to $90 billion on tax breaks and grants to entice corporations, according to a report from the Brookings Metropolitan Policy Program in March. While some experts believe luring corporations with economic incentives isn't beneficial to communities, the practice can be an effective political strategy for politicians looking to market themselves as job creators. Government officials, especially those who made it onto Amazon's shortlist, were handed an excuse to tout their hometowns as hubs of technology and innovation, even if they knew they were unlikely to be picked by Amazon anyway. Not every politician in the chosen locations is excited that Amazon is coming to town. In New York, 
Mayor Bill de Blasio and Governor Andrew Cuomo both enthusiastically courted the retail giant. Cuomo even said last week he would rename a creek in Long Island City the Amazon River. This is a giant step on our path to building an economy in New York City that leaves no one behind. We are thrilled that Amazon has selected New York City for its new headquarters, de Blasio said in a statement. Other local lawmakers were not as enthusiastic. Michael Gianaris, a state senator from Queens, and Jimmy Van Bramer, a local councilman, said in a statement that they have serious reservations about Amazon coming to Long Island City. We were not elected to serve as Amazon drones, they wrote. Amazon is a billion-dollar company. The idea that it will receive hundreds of millions in tax breaks at a time when our subway is crumbling and communities need more investment, not less, is extremely concerning to residents here. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the newly elected House representative from Queens, said in a tweet, In Seattle, where around 45,000 people work at Amazon's headquarters, housing costs are rising faster than in any other large city. Earlier this year, Seattle's city council passed and then quickly overturned a tax on large corporations designed to pay for affordable housing initiatives. It would have required Amazon to contribute around $10 million annually, or a fraction of how much Bezos earns in a single day. Lawmakers reversed course on the so-called Amazon tax after the company helped fund an aggressive opposition campaign, which included threatening to move jobs out of the city. Washington and New York both already suffer from housing and affordability crises, and the Big Apple's crumbling public transportation system is in need of extensive repairs. New York has the most segregated school system in the country, while Washington has a higher level of income inequality than any other state, according to U.S. Census Bureau data. Local activists in both New York and Washington have expressed concerns that Amazon's presence could help to exacerbate the problems already challenging their cities. For its part, Amazon says it will donate a site for a new school in Queens, among other pledges. The question now is whether all of Amazon's promises to bring high-paying jobs and generate economic development will be enough to make up for the concessions. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.